I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hello, welcome to episode 32. I am Coco the Inspirationist, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. This episode um, is during the week of Thanksgiving, and as social media does, it's been an unfolding of gratefulness, and I just wanted to throw my two cents in and say that I, I am grateful for you, for being here, for seeing the value in pouring into your creative self and for nurturing her. I am in the middle of launching the Audacity to Shine. Doors are open until Sunday, the 28th of November. And I've just been talking about it so much in such a beautiful way. And it's just making me realize just how important this work is. And whether or not you go through the program, I'm just proud of you for being here because you being here makes me believe that you care for your creative self and you see that you need to pour into her. This episode is with Maciel and she is a beautiful soul. She's a multi-passionate just like me. She loves woodworking and she's actually opening a studio this month. I think she's in the middle of it right now and hopefully by the end of the month she will be open. But her joy and purpose and passion is contagious. I met her on the internet. I have no idea again why our paths crossed, but as soon as I I got curious about what she was doing and we started DMing, I immediately knew it was a great fit. So I asked her to be on the podcast. And that's the beautiful part about how I treat this podcast. I don't do a ton of research before I have somebody on. I just can, there's a feeling. I can tell that they're creating something. I can tell that they're walking a path. And I just want to share that with you. So I don't want to take up too much time. At the end, I'll drop a little bit of information about the audacity to shine. But for now, please enjoy episode 32. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for saying yes. Um, I just went on a hike and I was thinking about, you know, like chatting with you and our intro and stuff. And I think it's important to let everybody know just how not chill I was and in inviting you, you know? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely was like, well, lately I've just been trying to tap into energies more than anything else. And I tell my audience, it's, if you feel something, take inspired action. Cause that's where the magic is. You know, it's like, that's where like your inner critic hasn't shown up yet. 
your fear is not there yet and you just like take the action and then kind of hold your breath and you were so sweet to to say yes so uh, welcome welcome to the oh pod my gosh. thank you for asking me thank <laughs> you when it's funny when you say how not chill you were you should have seen me when i listened to your <laughs> podcast i was like and i was listening to it again this morning and i was like what how i mean there are things that happen that just they were beyond us i 100% believe that i've believed that all my life and i really think this is one of them because it's you're so aligned with my experiences with the reason i'm even doing what i do so thank you and like so grateful that you even asked me or like i said to you whatever led you to go and kind of browse my Instagram and my website. It was just, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into the details of that, cause that sounds juicy. Um, I'd love for you to, to introduce yourself and give us a little bit about what you are. I know you're a fellow multi-passionate. So some of the things that you're into and maybe just a little brief, we'll go into more of, of your, what your openings, you know, further into the conversation, but just like a little snippet of what's going on in your world and what you know, makes you special? Sure. Um, so my name is Maciel Allsmith. Um, I have three daughters and a wonderful husband and a little dog. Um, and I, like you said, a multi-passionate and I had never even heard the word, but- You're like, welcome, right? If yeah. You oh my. I mean, for real, because I, it was the same. I've always had the same feelings that you described attached to it. So forever. My entire life, I've always loved creating with my hands. I've all, I was the one that was setting up the, our first VCR back, then. <laughs> you know, like anything that was working with my hands creating, I loved it. But I had this thing where I would jump from one thing to another, you know, and it, so it was always, it was hard because of that. It was hard to ever like for myself, put value on it to really say, I am this, you know, or I am an artist, or I am a designer. Even if someone else would say it to me, it was always downplaying it. For me, I'm like, oh, you know, it was, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I do that, but anybody mm -hmm. can do it, you know, or, and so I, I mean, my entire life, and then even like into adulthood, like when I went to college, what I wanted to be forever and ever was an event planner, but I didn't think it was a real job for me, because I, you know, hadn't planned big events. So I went to school and I got a bachelor's degree in marketing. So I have that. And then I, when I had my daughter, my first daughter, I was like, oh, I'm meant to be at home with her. And so I stayed home, but I was always doing something like there was, I couldn't Same. not be doing things, you know? So fast forward a few, two and a half kids later, because my last daughter wasn't born yet. And I was like, well, you know, once they're old enough, I'm going to want to do something when they're in school all day, which is a myth because you're busier when they're in school all day than you are when they're little, I swear. But, did you um, know, sorry to interrupt, but did you know that I just crossed over that threshold like a month and a half ago? I just put my youngest on the bus for a full-time kindergarten. So like, I just moved into this world of like not having kids around all, like I went hiking by myself this morning. It's incredible. I, it is incredible. It <laughs> is. And it, you know, I mean, being home with them, I, and I never saw myself as a stay-at-home mom. Literally never. I was nine months pregnant, sitting in my bus. I had a great job. 
send my boss's office. He's like, you're not coming back. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't stay home. This is what I do. And then she was born. I was like, I can't go back. <laughs> and so then like fast forward, I was like, okay, I need to go back. But now I've been home for years like you. And I'm like, well, I have a degree that's X number of years old. So what do I do? You know, I could go back and get my master's to make myself more marketable. Or then I thought, well, nursing is a very family-friendly career, so I had the idea to go to nursing school, <laughs> so <laughs> I did. I'm not, I mean, it isn't the, the person and patient part of it, 100% is me, but science was never me, but I did. I got into nursing school. I got out of nursing school, got a job straight out of there, and three months into it, I was like, what am I doing? You know, this was supposed to be our plan B and our plan A is still working. And then I have, you know, I had wonderful friends that kind of a couple in particular that were like, why don't you start your own business? Because I had been doing, so sometime in there, I started doing stuff to my house. I started because I was at home. So we were living. Yeah, that's the gateway drug. It totally uh, is. Yeah. Yes. You're and in charge. You can do what you want. And yeah. yeah. Yes. And I was like, I had all these ideas because I've always loved anything creative, anything design, anything pretty. And I was like waiting, you know, while I was dreaming up what I wanted my living room to look like. And, but you know, money needed to go other places. And one day I got tired of it and I thought, no, I'm going to try to do this myself. And I looked it up and this, it's when blogs were huge at the time. And I came across a blog that the girl had done like exactly what I had envisioned. So I literally was like, I'm going to do this. And I did. And I like did trim and molding and all of this, like woodworking in my living room. And I was like, oh my gosh, it looks good. Like, and then it just went from there. And so from there, my friends were like, why don't you start your own business? Why don't you make things? I was, and again, like, I mean, it's good for me, but nobody's going to pay me to do this, right? Because of not putting value. Right. So, you know, so then I ended up deciding, okay, I'm just going to do it. And because one of my sweet friends was like, and if it doesn't work, so what? Yes. So what? Right. Get, you know, where you're nowhere worse off than you were, but what if it does work, you know? And so I was like, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, super, super, um, nervous about it, but I did it and it went great. And then from there, it kind of just led me to keep going. And what I didn't realize is that when I was at home doing and learning all these things on my own, I didn't realize how good it was for me mentally. I thought, okay, cool. Now I have a wall that I like or now whatever, but what it was doing for me was just building my self-confidence and, you know, and then like in researching over the years and especially over the last year, since I've been planning the studio that I'm opening, the connection between creativity and healing and self-confidence and all of that is strong and it's so real and it just made me look back at pretty much my entire life and I was like oh my gosh that's what was happening that's what happened that's why I'm here now because my entire life I've been creating you know yes. so oh that's so beautiful yeah. gosh I have like a hundred things to share with you it's so interesting because I know you've listened to a little bit of my podcast and we are like fresh new friends. So, and which is, I don't really do a ton of research on my 
you know, the people I have on my pod because I want my audience to feel like like we really are getting to know each other. Um, but I did notice through the last few years how much my creativity has healed me. And, you know, I've gone through some traumatic times with illness with my family. And now looking backwards, I can see these like moments that I took on projects to help myself manage the stress. And like literally last year, my mom had a had a huge struggle with her mental health. It was very chaotic for like half a year here. And I painted a mural in my hallway and it's like an intricate mural and lots of like mindless little kind of like showing up and I committed to myself because when we moved to this house before that had happened I had already designed it like I had already had the vision and you know how sometimes ideas like they come but you're not necessarily ready for them like that happens to me so much I don't know if you can relate but oh my gosh all the time yeah so that like on my iPad on Procreate it just like the design kind of just lived there and then as I was moving through this really, I mean, I've never personally dealt with anxiety up until last year. And I had just like tremendous anxiety and I committed to making this mural and only showing up when I needed to feel better. Like when I just couldn't control my anxiety and I needed to just like have that super tight focus that could just like blend, like it was teaching me that like I can slip into flow and nurture myself and, you know, give myself just like a little block of time to just like not think about anything else. And now that I'm, I'm, I'm currently building a 12 week creative journey. Um, and it's this like realigning with your creative self and learning and reconnecting with her. And it's also kind of like a private podcast storytelling thing. So I'm writing, I'm like looking back and really kind of connecting the dots of like how I got here. And yeah, creativity is, I mean, I believe everybody has a creative self. And the more we nurture her, the more whole we feel, right? Yeah, Yeah, I completely agree. And that was, I mean, so much that because I've listened to a few of your episodes already. And the kind of repeating thing that you keep saying that is so spot on is that when you allow yourself the space, then it does, it just kind of flows. You can't force it. You can't, you know, it, you just have to um, sit back and allow it to happen because it is there. And I do believe, I agree with you that it's there for everybody. It just looks different. You know, 100%. Like my husband, this past weekend, he put together his, this new chainsaw mill and like, cause we live in the woods. And so he's getting into like milling his own lumber. Like that is being creative. That is creating something from something else. And, or if it's baking bread or like whatever, whatever it looks, looks like. And here's the kicker for me is whatever it looks like for you in this season, in this moment, right? No shame on cooling or setting it down. Like, gosh, there's just been so much of my life where I'm just like, and I can hear my husband say it too. And I can only imagine there's more people that feel this way. It's like, why can't I stick with anything, right? Like, why can't I just, you know, I'm good at this. Why can't I just do this forever? And it's like, 
I don't know, but it's okay. Like just allowing it to be okay. And yeah, it's like allowing ourselves to just be present with what we, what's interested now, because if I were to force myself to do something creative over and over again, like it's gone. And then what are we doing if we're not like feeling good while we're doing it? Absolutely. And I think too, that if we force ourselves to stick to just one thing, then there would be so much that the world wouldn't be getting that, you know, like everything that we, I believe that our gifts, like our creativity, our talents are meant to be given, like they're meant to be shared, you know? And if I had stuck to my bow making business that I started, you know, or tried to start 15 years ago, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now, which I feel like is so important for now. And it's so needed. Yeah. And it just that that's the thing. And having that realization is everything. Yeah. And, and seeing it as more of like a journey and an unfolding and that we're not going to figure it out unless we follow it. Like we follow the inspiration and just because it doesn't look like it did, like this version of my business has been iterated, like however many times, right? Like if I think back to three years ago, when I got the inspiration to have a podcast, it looked totally different. I thought I was going to be, you know, when I fell in love with hand lettering, like I thought it was going to look totally different. And I can remember, like, I can, I can feel the shame start to like bubble up and being like, couldn't stick with that. Or like, should have, it's the shoulds. It's like, you should have followed that. And it's like, no, but like following inspiration and following your heart is where it act, like happens. And it's also on a timeline of, of uh, not our choosing, right? Like um, I knew for a long time I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Then I learned that I loved hand lettering and I learned, but like, I didn't understand how it was all going to come together until yeah. like, you know, this past winter and still that's evolving, right? Like I'm still evolving and learning what the next offering is. And, and, and as I grow in my business, I'm also learning the things I need to like work on internally, you know, like the things that are holding me back, you know, not business stuff, just like human stuff. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's just a constant evolution. And if you see it like that, then there's so much more permission to just like follow, you know, that was honestly the biggest weight that was lifted because I, so in between quitting my last job, 16 years ago. And now I, I worked, I had another job and it was like in a creative for a creative business and a creative. And I thought, oh my gosh, this was it. I arrived because it's creative, but someone else is like calling the shots because I don't have it in me to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I can't build the business, but I get to do that, you know? And it was, there's a lot of great, it was one of the best things I ever did. And when I knew it was time to go, because it was always in me to do something that was bigger for me. Mm -hmm. And so when I left, I literally had no idea what I was going to do next. And I said to myself, I kept reminding myself and promising myself that I would keep my mind and my heart open. 
because it was scary to leave a job that I was at for almost five years with an income. And, you know, I mean, we have three kids and a mortgage and all that. And it was scary, but I knew there was such a deep peace in me that said it, it's just time and I'll handle it, you know? And so I had to keep reminding myself to stay open your heart and your mind, and you are not starting from square one because it's very easy to do that. I wasn't starting over, which is what I was always telling myself. And that's where the shame was that it's like, oh, I I did this and I'm dropping that and I'm going back to square one. But the reality that I learned last year was I wasn't starting over. I was just moving forward. Yeah. Building that chapter. And so I literally, I mean, I'm a big believer, like reading and journaling and things. So I would make a list of the potential jobs I could do next, the, you know, my strengths and the list was nice and long, you know? So I was like, yeah, I'm not starting over. And literally within a week of my last day of work there, it did just, I had a, an encounter with somebody by chance. And I might, by the time in the 10 minute drive home, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I was supposed to do. And it literally, it's been a year and a month now, and it has not wavered because I allowed it, you know, because if I had tried to keep pushing, because it was, okay, maybe I need to like go and go into nursing, or maybe I need to find a marketing. I wouldn't have been happy. Right. And I wouldn't have given, you know, and I mean, nurses, you have to be a special soul and have the heart for it to be a good nurse. And I want to be good at anything that I you know, so I could, and when I, I mean, even when I worked there, my feedback was always, you got to talk less to the patients because <laughs> that's what I wanted to know about everything about them. But it was a quick, it was an urgent care. So they're like, no, we got to go. And I'm like, that's just not who I am. You know, it was like yeah. I'm outside my body. So I didn't belong there. So, and I also think that had you not like made the energetic space, Mm-hmm. your the idea wouldn't have come through I believe have you uh read or listened to big magic by no. oh my gosh you <laughs> must <laughs> okay you must uh it's a great read it's a great listen if you want to listen to it on audiobook by um, Elizabeth Gilbert it's so good it was like the thing that kind of changed me because I've dealt with ideas like I've always felt like ideas were like flying past me and like I, I'm a, I just have I, lots of ideas and once she, like the way she describes ideas, just like, oh my gosh, it just made so much sense. But she has this idea that like ideas are kind of, they're, they're like energy energies that are like floating around looking for a host that will serve them, like that will allow them to come through. And if you don't like, say you get an idea and this has happened to me plenty of times that you don't actually use it in the way that it wants to come through, then it will go someplace else. And like, I'll see something in a store and I'm like, oh my gosh, I had that same idea, you know? And it's like, so once I realized like, oh, I am like a vessel, like Mm -hmm. all this work I'm doing, skill, skill obtaining, like refining my skills, I'm just preparing and being, and, and so my goal is to be as like open as I can to ideas. And the more like clean and open I am, the more ideas can come through. And then the more I can root in like, okay, those ideas are meant for me. Cause for a while, when I didn't feel confident, I'd have ideas and then I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know? And, but, but then something else happened where I was just like, 
But what if I just said yes to all the ideas that come through? Like, even if it's just like a doodle, you know, at least it came through and then can live on like a sticky note and then I see it and then it can grow and I'll pull it forward. But once I started taking inspired action more consistently, it just all, the path just is revealed, you know? So true. It is so true. <laughs> it feels like magic, doesn't it? Yes. But the, but you know, and people can be very leery of things, but I, now I'm like, I have lived it. Like I am living it to the point where now it was like literally that, you know, the idea for this studio came to me and now my husband like just laughs kind of now because I'll call him in the middle of any day and be like, so I have an idea <laughs> and <laughs> it just keeps coming, you know, and it just, I'm like, and that's why I feel like because I've been able, thank goodness, to maintain this position of I'm just going to be open. I'm mm -hmm. just going to be open. I'm not forcing anything. And it's okay because you, like you just said about the things that you have done in the past, they were all leading you to something. That was me a year ago. It was, I mean, it was like such an overwhelming feeling because for a lot of my life, a lot of, I questioned a lot of things and it, it was almost in an, one solid moment, everything made sense like everything, good and bad, creative, not creative. It all made sense. I was like that. Yeah. I can see where this fits. Like you were saying, looking back on your journey and like, I can see where that fits, even though I questioned and, you know, it was hard and the good, I'm like, yeah, I did that because they taught me to do this. It's just, it, it honestly is the most freeing and like, motivating and uplifting feeling it I just wish everybody could I wish that I could be like do this and that's what my girl two of my girls were teenagers and I'm always like just listen to me just you know if you want something put it out there like put it out into the world you know and they're I have great kids, but they're teenagers. So I get a lot of, okay, you know, yes. and I'm like, oh, I hope you learn it way before I do. You same, know? same. Oh my gosh. Like my, it, just the other day, it made my heart swell. Cause I have a seven and a half year old and then five and a half year old boys. And we were talking about jobs, like getting jobs when they get old enough. I think it started with babysitting and I'm just like, I did a lot of babysitting and I'm like, you are more than welcome to do that. That's a great job for um, like a younger teen. And he's like, yeah, if I want to, or, and then I was like, yeah, or you could like work at a pizza place or, you know, I just started randomly saying things. And then he just goes, or I could just have my own business. And I was like, yes, of course, that's right. That's exactly like, I wish I had had that awareness, you know, yeah. and like that freedom to be like, oh, I can just, create like yes print, print my own money basically like i can just and i think that it's so cool and that's what i want for them because for the longest time i knew i wanted to be an entrepreneur and i'm still figuring out how to like make the money you know yeah. like it's so challenging but if you can just at least like place that belief inside of them that like that is an option because i grew up with two parents that just like had salaried jobs and like they were not college ed educated. And so they just were like, this is what we're doing. We have benefits and this is what, you know, and you go to college and like, you're going to do better than us. But like, 
I didn't have any entrepreneurs in my life that were like, oh, this is also an option, you know? Yeah. But I also had this desire because whenever I worked for anybody, I was just like, I don't, I I mean, this is good. Like I'm a really good employee for you, but like, I'm so good that I could be doing this myself. Like I should be doing this for myself, you know, eventually. Yeah. But then I just kind of was patient. Like, I'm so glad I was patient enough to just like know that it, it will come to me. Like, I know I can feel it so deeply that I'm here to serve and use my skills in some way. And I'm just going to hope that while I'm raising these kids and like we're a military family, so we're like moving from this place to this place, that eventually it'll come. And it did, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, that's exactly, but that realization, I feel like that specifically is the key like knowing it will come because Mm -hmm. I didn't have that for a long. I always had this um, thing inside me my whole life that I felt like I was made for something bigger always. And I had, I mean, I was, it was not always the easiest, the way that I grew up, but even in the worst times, I still had this thing inside me that said I was made for something bigger. And then when I had my first daughter, I honestly, I'm like, maybe she was it, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe she's going to change the world. And that's what I was meant to have her. And I mean, I adore my girls, but then I was like, no, that wasn't the world their way, but no, it's still me. Cause like you were human, like we're still sure we're mom and we're this and that, but I'm still a person and I still have that in me, but I didn't know it was coming. You know, I mean, I know even a few years ago, my aunt, who is one of my favorite people in the world, she was like, why don't you start? You know, cause I was unhappy in my job. And she's like, why don't you do your own thing? She's like, you are capable of it. And I was like, it's just not me. I know that I'm creative, but I'm not the business part of it. I'm not, I'm not, cause I couldn't, I couldn't see myself there because it wasn't time. Now yeah. I know it's because it wasn't time at that time. I maybe wouldn't have been able to do it, you know, but I had to go through the things I went through and I had to go through the growing pains and the good, the bad, the, you know, to be able to be ready. But if I, like you said, if I hadn't had that moment of saying, I'm going to keep my mind and my heart open, there wouldn't have been room for it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so beautiful. I'm so happy for you. I love, you know, cause now like you and I have we have it. We have that, like the coming together of like inspiration, our potential and like motivation. It's kind of aligned and we're moving forward. And then I also want like other people to have it so badly. You know what I mean? It's like, it seems it's for me, I can see it. That's why it's so easy for my friend, my girlfriend, who is like, wildly creative and has is building her own business of interior design she is like how do you do it how you feel you make me feel like your internet your social media is like so abundantly filled with people and like like she doesn't feel that way about social media right and i am just like because i can see it a mile away when somebody is tapped into their creativity it doesn't mean that they're like an artist. I, it, it has nothing to do with the artistic ability. It's like you're tapped into your own brand of creativity and you're walking towards it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how soon on the journey you are. Like, like right now, 
this is episode whatever 20 something early 30s it, it, it doesn't i'm probably not getting people that are super far along on their journey right like but i can see as soon as you get on it it's like i can have my spidey senses are like yeah. oh yeah you're walking towards something you're putting your creativity in front of you and and walking towards it and that's awesome so i feel like like big thumbs up high five <laughs> oh and that's i mean in the world needs people like you because oh thank you need and it's true i mean because there are so many people that have that inside them that just need someone to say you can oh my you know? gosh right yeah. like that's i needed it i still that, need it i, I feel like i still need it right 100 percent i try and, and tell so many people like as many people as i see that are doing a great job. I always tell them, I'm like, you're doing a great job. I even have like a print that I made that says you are doing a great job because oh, I, I just, it. it's just, you know, like just cause we're adults and I'm in this mastermind. And I, last week I was just like, I feel like I just need to hear that I'm doing a good job. You know, like, of course my husband's like, yeah, of course you make tons of shit like all day long. <laughs> Like, look at it. Of course you're doing a good job. And then, you know, the, the quality of the things I've made because I've worked towards these skill sets, like, yeah, that's like, I can look at my work and be like, that's great. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily get tons of compliments because a lot of people in my life are like, well, the, yeah, we expect this from you. This is what you do. You make things look nice, whether it's homes or paintings or lettering or whatever, or even like podcasts, like, you know, I get compliments on how the podcast sounds and I'm like, yeah, thank you. I do that all on purpose. It's all on purpose. But when people give me compliments, I'm just like, and one of the girls in my mastermind was just like, I, I was, I was trying to feel like, do I, do I feel bad about that? Do I want to change that about me mm-hmm. that I, that I desire that? And she's just like, I think it's just a human thing, you know, it's just, you know, and that's what I was going to say is that because that compliment that you do a great job, I'm proud of you. What essentially it does is it makes us feel seen. Mm. And we as humans, it doesn't matter who you are. We just want to be seen. We want to know that someone is, knows you're there and it makes us feel like we matter. We all need that. And regardless of where you started on the journey, like me, myself, I chased that my whole life because I didn't get it, you know, because I mean, growing up, I didn't really get it. So I chased it, but it was such a weird, like, because then when I started getting it, it wasn't even enough. I I didn't believe it. You know, it was like the, and it wasn't until I started getting it from inside of myself that allowed me to believe it, but I still need it from other people because I just want to know that I matter. That's, yeah. that's all we want as human beings, regardless of who you are, or what you're doing, or you know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. Yes. That's yeah. beautiful. It's so true. It's so true. And I, um, recently the first iteration of this podcast was called perfectionist anonymous because I struggle with perfectionism and, um, I couldn't quite get it off the ground. I think part of it was like, I was in such a growth period that I actually didn't want to talk about the things that I, I mean, I do want to talk about the things that I struggle with, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily want it to be like all I talk about. So anyways, 
I found this like technique that I discovered. It felt like a back door to my like need for validation and my perfectionism just kind of like holding me back. And I just started to delight myself. And that's kind of like where this whole like creative self and delighting your creative self came. And it was like, once I identified what I liked about the things and made the work that I loved and felt fully rooted in that and just let that be enough, it really kind of helped me just kind of like sidestep my perfectionism and just be like, I'm rooted into this work. I know my why. My why is that I want other people to feel like they can tap into their creative self and and nurture their creative self. Because I believe we have three selves, like our physical body, our mental health, which is separate from our um, creative self. And I think when we take care of all three, we are our best selves, you know? We're like tapped in all, like all the boxes are checked, you know? And, you know, we can ignore parts of us for seasons of time but once we like turn them all on you know you know in those moments where we're like oh yeah we're moving our body we're going to therapy you know it's it's like we're we're doing creative work for for just to do things that delight us it's just like everything feels like there's just grease in the wheels you know everything just moves so much better I agree. Um, I would love for you to actually go into what you're working on now. We want to hear the details on the studio and like, just delight it. Just, just go there. Okay. So, I mean, I guess I could start where, when the idea came to me, you know, like I said, I had no idea um, what I was going to do when I left my job. And um, so the, the job I was doing before I was, I had opened up studios for somebody else for like a, a corporation and they were creative studios. Um, and like I said, because it's creative, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Well, it's really hard to like actually do the running and the managing and the, you know, creating and all that. So my creative self was kind of put on the back burner. Um, so the building like furniture and things, which is my absolute favorite, I hadn't for years. Like I stopped doing it because they didn't have, and like, if you were to look like on my Facebook page when I started, there is a year's gap because I wasn't able to do it. And so I ended up pretty unhappy um, because I wasn't doing, I had no time for anything else. Um, And then, so, but in those years that I was doing that, my most favorite thing I knew were the, all of the people I had mostly girls, but there was a couple of um, guys that worked for me and it was them. I loved connecting with them. I loved, you know, I mean, they ju- I just had the absolute hands down best team ever. Um, when I only had, I mean, a handful of people have to leave because either they were going to college or they, you know, had to quit because of whatever. And every time, because to me, I'm like, they're amazing. I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, a better team, a better group of people to work. And I never put myself in it. It was always them. It was always, you know, they were God's then, you know, like for me and I was very lucky and I was, um, but every time someone would have to leave, they'd be so sad. And I was always surprised because I'm like, it's just a job. I mean, it was like a part-time job for everybody. Nobody had a full-time job in it. So I was like, oh, you know, that's sweet. And it was like, the more that happened, I, I started thinking like, maybe it's, there's something more here. You know, there is something that I'm creating here that is more than just a job because nobody cries and they leave a part-time job, you know, or then like get starting to get the 
you know, I've learned so much from you. And again, because I never was able to put value on myself, I was always surprised. I was like, what did you learn from me? You know, I'm so thankful you were, you did everything you did. And so then when I said that like encounter that I had, it wasn't even with one of the girls that worked for me. It was with a friend of one of the girls that worked for me and she recognized me and she was like, oh my gosh, you know, everyone's so sad that you left. And I was like, oh, you know, like I thought it was so sweet. And when I left there, I was like, what is this? Like there are these connections that were made. And even like with customers that had come in the studio for, you know, over, I mean, it was thousands of people over four and a half years that I had had some kind of contact and things. My favorite would all, was always like the people that would come in that were like, ah, I've never, I'm not, this isn't going to be good. I've never done this before. And then to like show them to do something new in their face and the confidence and like the pride they would have in the work that they like this project that they did I was like it was always my favorite always hands down so then when I left that encounter and I was driving home I was like literally the words were like maybe this was it maybe that's what I have to offer there is something about me that I don't like completely accept but it's there there is something about me, like maybe it, it's that, it's that connection. And like, I have felt like I've always had this mindset of I can do anything, which I don't know where that came from, but I did. And I'm like, maybe I need to give that to people because not everybody has that inside them. You know, in the way that I grew up, I didn't have anyone telling me that. So I'm so thankful that whatever it was that put it inside me was there. But I know that one, not everybody has that anybody telling them that. And then two, not everybody, especially girls have that voice inside them. So then I thought, what if I could create a space that offered that, you know, what if I could create a space that could be that voice in that, um, that outlet for girls and women to come in and explore their creativity from, you know, I mean, like, building and things like that. I just absolutely love. And there's so much power in it. I mean, there's power in anything creative, but there's a different kind of power in doing something that is traditional. Like I always tell my husband, it's so funny. People like don't see me coming, you know, yes. people will be like, we just had a siding guy at the house the other night. And of course he walks in the garage. He's like, Oh, you do woodworking. My husband is so cute. Cause he's so proud of it. He's like, Nope, my wife does. And I love it. Like there's <laughs> something about it that I just like, you know, I mean, I'll be out there building in a dress in the summer, you know, and there's something very powerful about that. So it kind of started building from that to teach women how to do that because a lot of women are like, are so intimidated and they're so scared. And I get it because if I didn't have that voice inside me, I wouldn't have tried that. I wouldn't have bought a saw. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have, I would never thought I could do it. And then if somebody wants to, where do you go? You know, there aren't a lot of spaces for women to go. You go, they, there are, you know, classes, woodworking classes, but they're all run by men and men that have been doing it for 30 years and, you know, and, yeah, and there's such a huge barrier to entry of like, just like the tools themselves are so expensive. Yes. It, it, okay. So that was the other thing is that I'm like, 
people don't want to, women, one, there's the intimidation factor. And then two, there is the price. So what if I had a space that had the tools there and that had a woman teaching you, you know, where if I had had that when I started 12 years ago, 13 years ago, if I had been able to, if I knew there was a woman in like a pretty space that I could go and ask questions or, or learn from, I would have been a changer. Oh my gosh. It would have been a game changer for me. And so, I mean, I would have saved so much money. I would have (laughs) saved so many mistakes, but it doesn't exist. You know, like there are these, um, there are studios where you can go in and you can paint and you can this, but it's like, so it started at, at that. And I'm like, I want to build that, but I like pretty things. So I want the space to be pretty and feminine and you don't have to be feminine to, to work with tools, but you can be right. if you want, you know, that's the thing. There are spaces for so I'm like, I, it doesn't matter who you are. It does not matter. So then it kind of evolved to like we've been talking about that it's beyond, that's my main creative outlet now. But I mean, I have tried crocheting. I have, you know, done painting, watercolor, you know, all of it. And I'm like, and all of it mattered. All of it did something for me. But I mean, if you don't have access to it, there's so much you're never gonna try. So what if there was a space that taught an introduction of power tools on one day and then another day like a painting class or calligraphy or crocheting or how to put together a, a charcuterie board or what if, what if you it's know it's endless like my brain is on fire right now I'm like right? we, we gotta do like a brainstorm session because right? that's, that's and, awesome and then the thought of and this is my main thing the thought of a woman coming in and finding something she would that like lights her fire and then she goes out and builds her own business from it i'm like the ripples right the ripples because like the people she's going to come in contact with the children that she has if she has children that she's empowering and that's the thing like for me it's 100 there is room for all of us and if we have a gift if we have a talent i feel like it is our responsibility to turn around and extend our hand to the anybody coming up let alone girls you know i mm-hmm. mean let alone girls and that's I, it just is i i just feel like i was put in this position because i can be the vessel to it. You know, I do like, I always say, and I have the, the best friends that, cause I'm always like, I know this isn't about me. Cause I feel like this isn't about me. And I have friends that are like, right, but somebody has to make it happen. I'm like, that's who I am. I really think that I was the one that was just chosen. Somebody's got to do it Somebody's yeah. before it, you know, somebody's got to do that part. And I'm that person, but the rest of it, it literally like my mind just kind of, uh, explodes with the ideas because there are so many. And then even bigger than that, the, you know, women that are in need or women that really don't have the resources or, you know, one of the things at the very beginning, because at first I set out to to do a nonprofit because I just wanted to give back because those are my two favorite things is like helping people and creating. 
And I, in the purse, the girl in my head was a woman that was starting out on her own, whether she was just, you know, out of college, moving out of her parents' house, leaving a relationship where she didn't have anything. And I'm like, that girl, that's the girl that I want to be able to come in and walk out being like, I can do this. I can do this by myself. I don't need this. I don't need something else or somebody else to, I mean, from something as little as like hanging a picture on a wall because women are hiring handymen to do that for them, you know, to as big as financial education, you know, like things like that. That's the girl that I had in mind when I started thinking of this, like, I want that girl to be able to stand on her own two feet and to know that she can. Yeah. Like it's inside of us. It's all right there. It, all of it, all of it. And one of your episodes that I listened to you, it's, I'm telling you, it's like mind blowing to me because you literally were talking about building your own table. And if you look on my website, it's on there. Like (laughs) it's literally, like it says it's time to build our own table, literally and figuratively. That's Because that's how I feel. Like you can't wait. I kept waiting, thinking that I needed an invitation, not knowing that I could build my own, you know? And now I'm like this for all of the girls that are waiting for an invitation. I just feel like this is going to be your invitation. This is your invitation to learn how to build your own, you know, so you can do it on my own. I don't want, and of course, I mean, a business is a business and I you know, need to feed my kids. But my hope is that I get girls that come in and learn something and then just go out and fly. That's what I want. Yes. Yes. And if you're, if your why is so deeply rooted in this beautiful message and you're committed to making this viable, I think that, and, and open, to, you know, the ideas, I think that it will, it will bloom. It will totally bloom because, um, you can go and find other people to support your cause. Right. And you can, and cause you're not doing, you're not interested in doing this alone. Right. You're interested in like not only building the table, but holding the door open and calling people, you know, bringing people forward with you. And that is just, Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's such a great way to put it because that's exactly it. I've said from day one and I'm very much a work on my own person. I always have been because I always thought I had to be, Mm -hmm. you know, I always was, I'm not surrounded or I wasn't surrounded by a ton of creative people. So I'm like, I'm the only one that really does this. I'm the only one that, you know, so it was, I was like this, I was always working like this and it was fine. I did everything on my own. You know, like I grew up decorating for Christmas on my own from a very young age. Cause even my mom wasn't creative and I have two brothers, you know? So I'm like, it was a lot of, a, all of my creativity time was alone. Mm-hmm. So I Same. I was the only like creative person in my yeah. world too. So it trained my mind to be like, that's how it works. And I'm fine with it. But the moment that this, from day one of this, I was like, not, not only can I not do this alone, I don't want to do this alone. I don't know and will not become uh, strong enough in every creative art to be able to teach it. Right. I want to bring somebody in to do it. I want the girl that 
sells jewelry that, you know, maybe has wanted to teach a class, but she doesn't have her own space, but I do, right. you know, so I do. And my hope is that this grows to the point that it then does help all these other women, women creators or women-owned businesses and organizations, you know, that it brings light to them. And I do, in my mind, I just keep hearing the voice say, keep doing it, keep remembering your why and everything else will come. Yes. I don't, I'm not driven by money or what I, I really am not, you know, it just, and I feel in my bones that as long as I stick to this, there's a reason for it. Like there is a reason that all of this came to me so strongly and everything will work itself out. It just will. Yeah. I, yeah, I believe when those ideas come through, it's like, it was meant for you. It's, it's not, nobody else has had that. Like nobody, and it's not like you were just like standing in the right spot and the idea was just like coming down and like accidentally hit you. Like you have all the tools inside you to, to build this. Right. And, and now you, um, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. Um, so tell us, about the space. Tell us about when, didn't you just get the keys? I did. So, and honestly, like I could talk to you about this forever because the whole story is just the most beautiful thing. Like I keep telling me, I keep saying like, if I, when the day comes that I get to tell the whole story, people won't even believe me mm-hmm. because like this space. So, you know, I believe in manifesting things. I was doing it before there was, I knew a word for it. Um, and so in the town that the studio is in, in Lamont, um, I've always loved it. I used to commute through there for 11 years and I, there's just something about it that I loved. And I, um, but we, I mean, I even wanted to live there, but we ended up like not moving there, whatever. And so, but I hadn't been there. Like I had not been there in years and years. So when I had the idea for this instantly, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be in downtown Lamont. And it's this very adorable little historic town. And, um, my one of my really good friends who's a realtor she was like I mean I assume you know it's gonna be expensive there and there's not a lot there because it's small and I was like I know and if I have to expand my search at some point I will but I want to start there and my husband same thing he was like you know maybe expand I'm like I know what you're saying makes sense I get it but just I feel I just feel it in my bones and so the space itself is in this like 100 year old building and the, it, it's per, it literally is in the intersection of the entrance to downtown. And um, I ended up like coming across it online and at six in the morning, I texted my friend. I was like, oh my gosh, can you look at, can we go look at this? So she ends up talking to the agent. He's like, how did she find it? We haven't even listed it yet, you know, whatever. So anyway, so then fast forward, I finally get to see it. And they basically told me, um, no, they want a restaurant in here, this and that. So I'm like, why am I here then? Well, in that moment, the owner of the building ends up walking in and honestly, we just hit it off because he is, I mean, he has two daughters of his own. He's a contractor, very like, so real, like authentic blue collar, you know? And I think, like I said, people don't see me coming. So I think he liked the idea. He sees this like, you know, five foot four girl. And it's like, you, you what? 
you use power tools and you build, it's super cool. And we did like, it, it was that moment, 10 minutes in the conversation, he was talking to me like it was mine. And I was like, what the heck? And it just went from there. And then he ended up saying like, putting all of the money into the renovations and his agent even said when he left, he goes, I'll tell you what, everything he just said he's going to do, he hadn't even told me. So I'm not even telling other people that he goes, so he must really, and that's what he says. He's like, you were, I was just waiting for the right person. Divine timing. Yeah, Yeah, it Uh. was, it was divine and everything from there. So I got to pick everything and he just find, you know, construction is crazy right now. So it was delay after delay. Um, and so it's finally like I'm in and getting it ready. And oh, it how exciting. Could, it could not be a more beautiful space. And so now it's just up to me to build the tables for in there. And it's just going to be a space for classes and events and all, yeah, all things creative, basically. Wow, that's incredible. I'm so proud of you. And yeah, that is just, I mean, you are walking towards it. Um, That's so beautiful. Do you have anything planned like a, like a launch or anything? Like a, Um, I don't know the right word. What am I looking at? Yeah, well, kind of, right? Like a grand opening launch. Yeah, grand opening. Um, I don't have a date yet, but I'm hoping, um, because I mean, I have a, a lot of work, but not it's like moving into a house when everything else is already done, you know? So I'm hoping for mid November. Cool. Is what I, you know, so probably end of November because things happen, but yeah, sometime before sometime mid to end November, I'm hoping to be able to start classes and open the doors and just, I mean, and even the community of Lamont, I've never been, it's just the funny, like, they're all so kind. Like they are just so welcoming. And I'm like, that doesn't even really exist. I don't feel like I'm like, it's like, I was you not- have a, you should have a social with all the other businesses where you guys just like say hi and get to know each other. That's, That's what, and so two of the girls that I've met that have businesses down there came, I was in the studio yesterday doing some things and they came to welcome me, brought me the most gorgeous flower. Like, I mean, they're just, everybody is, I'm, I just, I have no words for it, honestly, because I keep saying, when I say it's unbelievable, I'm not being dramatic. It really is hard to believe. And one of my friends, I'd sent her the picture of the flowers and she goes, you belong there. I'm like, I feel that. Like these are, this, I belong in that space. And I didn't belong there. 16 years ago when sure. like first one, that's the thing. You well, know? you know, maybe it, I be- also believe that like sometimes things aren't like, for instance, um, me and my name Coco, like mm-hmm. my real name is Courtney and I've always wanted a nickname. I got the nickname Coco 10 years ago. It never stuck. And then when I had this, like all this inspiration for my brand and I all of a sudden felt like, I didn't fit my my design company that I had just kind of created until until I could figure out what the next thing was. All of a sudden it felt like it didn't fit. And then I was like, Coco just like dropped in my mind. And I was like, why am I thinking of that word right now? And then I, the more I settle into it, the more it's like, man, 
she came to me back then, but that wasn't the way she, you know, she wanted to be. Now it's like super aligned. And I just love, man, I love connecting dots like that and being so like appreciative for yes. how everything, like how the timing wasn't up to you, you know, and being open to it happening when it's time is just, it's so powerful. And then taking inspired action, because that's what you've done is take inspired action you know, and you're endlessly rewarded for it. You keep getting rewarded for taking that action. And that's incredible. And that, and that's the thing, like I've asked my husband a couple of times, I'm like, uh, do you think that I'm a little crazy? Like who just jumps into getting a space? Like who just jumps into any, he's like, cause it's right. And he's, and he's right, you know, and like, even yesterday, I was like, I'm not even stressed. I mean, I might be at some point, but I really, the more we're able to connect the dots, I felt like the more we can trust in it, yeah. right? The more we can trust because, and that's the beauty of being able to get to a point at any point in any situation where you can see it because, oh my God, my trust has never been stronger. Mm -hmm. My trust in the journey and things happening for a reason and things happening exactly as long as you maintain coming from a place of love and authenticity, the trust is so strong for me now. And it keeps the things that keep happening. It really, I mean, even for me, I'm like, are you kidding me? How did the, the people I come across the situations that I'm it's it's and I really a hundred percent credit it to that moment where I like let go, you know? So yeah, it is. It's such a, it's a very cool thing. And like, you. I just want to give it to everybody. Like, I just want everybody to, to believe it so strongly because there's so much there for anybody. It really is like our inspiration is endless. It can, our creative self is just like, I like to think of her being like right there, just below the surface. Like, and as soon as we call her up, she's like there flow is there. You know, you just have to learn how to tap in and learn mm -hmm. the things that delight you and those those things that just catch your eye and you're just following those and that you're being rewarded for that and I'm so excited for you to share and and I can't wait to hear how it goes over the next you know you know now we're friends so yes oh absolutely I will, <laughs> I will follow along for sure so do you have a name for the space yes it's called that girl and co and it's awesome. a lifestyle studio Oh, so, I love that. And that is funny because when, when I first thought of this and I was telling one of my friends about it, she goes, wait, so it's like one of those like lifestyle blogs, but in person. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, I love that. That is so, right? that's so brilliant. That's so brilliant. Yeah, because yeah. it's a little bit of everything. Everything. It's the way that I like describe it sometimes, I'm like being the multi-passionate like, I like to try all these different things, but you don't always get to do it. So this is going to be, you want to try this, you want to try that all in one, like beautiful space, you know, surrounded by, because the girls that I have on my team, I mean, have a heart for this. They were put in my life for a reason. I know that they inspire me and they're just so, I know what they have the potential to give other people too. So it is. So yeah, so it's That Girl & Co. Lifestyle Studio. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's so cool. I want to come and teach a class. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. You have to, or even like, I don't know, like a zoom thing, you know, I would love that. Yes. Because you are, I feel like I'm going to be doing in person what you are doing, what you've been doing, you know, totally. I, as you were describing it, I'm like, we're both on a very similar path. We're serving people. We're like creating that fire inside of people and that awareness that like, we are so wildly capable to just like release the shame and don't get so stuck on the one thing and just like embrace all of us, like all parts of us, you know? Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Well, I don't want to, we could talk forever. We really could. (laughs) And I'm so just like, and of course, like the entrepreneur in me is just like, I want to know all the details, you know, like all the behind the scenes, but I think you're doing a fantastic job. I'm really proud of you. Thank you for sharing your story. And I'd love to have you back on, you know, whatever, in an amount of time to to check in and see how it's going because- Because, you know, as much as you can see right now, the vision for your, you know, for your journey, it's, I find it so exciting to know that like, you're willing to walk towards what you can see right now, but like what you're going to be able to see, you know, in the next chapter, like who knows what it's going to evolve into. Yeah. It is constantly evolving even now. And I see it. And I think that, and I think that that is what's keeping my stress at bay because I'm like, eh it's okay. It'll come to me. I mean, even from things like, yeah, I don't know what kind of desk I'll build, but it'll come because it does. Yeah. It just does. And I, and I, I make people very nervous. My type A friends and my, everybody gets very nervous about this, but I'm like, I mean, I always come through. I've lived enough life now to know that and to be confident in it, you know? So it is. It's the, I'm, I'm interested to hear myself in six months and see yes. <laughs> what it looks like compared to what I think it is. It's going to be now. So. Yes. And I do, I do believe like that openness, but also like, it's like an intentional openness. It's like, I, I am, I will be here ready for when the idea for the desk comes through. And I'm just kind of like, like patiently waiting and, or like compassionately detached from it. And just, yes, you know, great way to put it. Yes. I just heard that phrase, compassionate detachment. And I'm just like applying it to everywhere in my life. You know, my husband's not loving his job. I'm like, compassionate detachment, compassionate detachment, like open hearted, but patient. Yeah. Yes. And you know, and it's funny because how important language is, right? Like finding, when you find words for something and what it does, how it feels, because I have been doing that forever. And that's when we call it my gut, my husband calls it. I mean, we trust my gut, any big decision we've ever had, any big, I mean, anything, I literally take a step back. And that's the advice that I've given to my friends that when they get worried or they don't know what to do, like breathe, take a step back and give it time. And it will come because it has, that's exactly. And it has literally, I'm so happy to say has never steered me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can get sharper and sharper. The more you become intentional about listening to your own intuition, the, the, the keener you become in yep. hearing it and feeling it and like identifying, like the more you turn towards your body and like allow that space to hear it and to feel it, 
you know, um, Marie Forleo, I think, was the one who coined the the term multi-passionate. Like you were saying, like words are everything. And I think that's what I'm doing here on this podcast. At yes. least for me, it's like I'm doing it for me. I'm putting words around feelings that I feel. And then I'm just hoping that other people will find value there too. And she also suggests like when you're, just like you were saying, when you're coming up against a decision, like, actually take it into your body and then like feel like, does it, does your body feel open and expansive or does it feel, you know, and like, we are so much wiser than we give ourselves credit for. So once you really tune in and start using those tools, like she's right there waiting, you know, she's just waiting for you to listen. So. Yes, you're, you're so right. And you are doing that for other people, what you're doing for yourself, you are doing it for other people. I mean, you've done it for me just in this short amount of time. I'm like, Oh, "Oh, that word. Oh, that word. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like all my life I have been doing that, or I have felt that and had no idea what it was or that it was okay, or that there was a word for it. So thank you. I mean, I'm super proud of you for what you're doing. Like I said, the world needs people like you. Thank you. Same, 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 same. Well, uh, this was such a joy. I hope you have an awesome opening and I can't wait to see what that desk looks like. So keep us posted. I will. I hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. I don't even want to stop, but (laughs) (laughs) anyways you have a great one and uh i will talk to you soon you too all right bye okay wasn't i right don't you want to just grab your girlfriends and meet me over at her studio and take a class on like embroidery or woodworking or something yeah me too Um, that conversation filled my soul. This podcast allows me to meet more people that are like me. There's been so much of my life that I've felt kind of like an anomaly. And this podcast is such a gift to have the space to connect with other multi-passionate humans. Because frankly, we're all multi-passionate. It's true. I mean, you are, I am. But claiming it does something totally different, at least in my psyche, and it seems to be in Massiel's psyche too. It just changes something. It, there's an allowing, there's, um, there's just an awakening. And that also happens inside my group coaching 12-week creative journey, The Audacity to Shine. I'm so excited for it. It is a deepening and an uncovering and an aligning with your creative self. Uh, every week there is a, a private audio file, kind of like this podcast, but with music woven in and meditations and storytelling. And at the end there are um, little homework prompts. And then there's weekly group Zooms for that deepening uncovering, unlayering. And it's such a beautiful process. I also send you a spark box, which is filled with some artwork and some other delicious things to facilitate your inspiration and your expansion. And I'm just so proud of this program. So if you're 
interested, please follow me over on Instagram and DM me. I have a highlights tab for all the details. The last episode, episode 31, if you missed it, was all about the program and the transformation. So if you need more information there, it's there for you. It's also in the link in my bio. And I just hope that you guys can see the value in showing up intentionally for your creativity. Because once I really started connecting the dots and understanding that my creativity is a a life source, and when I started really reaching for my best self creatively, it's like the floodgates opened and everything became sparklier and shinier. If this is all new to you, this journey will be such a discovery journey. If you are already tapped into your creativity, this doubling down is an amazing opportunity to learn more and go deeper and invite more in. Either way, I'm so excited for the transformation. I can't wait to have you. And I hope you guys all have a beautiful Thanksgiving. I'm taking the kids to my in-laws over in Vermont and my husband's not gonna be able to make it. He's in Brooklyn for the next like 75 days. And I actually visited him last weekend, this past weekend for four days. It was magic. I don't know if you followed me along my adventures in my stories, but I took myself to an art museum and out to lunch and I wandered around Brooklyn for two days straight by myself. It was beautiful. And I shared with you all the delightful things I saw. And then I had three magical nights with my husband to, I think we probably went to like a dozen places together and just explored and saw all the beauty. And it was just such, just so what what I needed and what we needed. Um, But now there's two days in between that trip and going to Vermont and I feel a little stretched. So, I am going to be resting and playing. That's my goal for this coming weekend for Thanksgiving. Playing with my nieces and nephews and my kids. Playing in the kitchen with my sister-in-law as we cook. And just relaxing. So I hope you guys have an ease-filled and joyful celebration. And don't forget, you are worthy. You are enough. You are welcome here just as you are. I love you. Have a wonderful week. See you next time.